Hi there. We are talking about something that affects so many people, but that nobody wants to talk about. Pornography. Speaking to individuals trying to stop looking at porn and to spouses looking for support. This is Danny and Lindsay Pullman, a married couple who have been through this together. We're sharing a mix of our personal experiences, our experience as certified life coaches, and other empowering ideas. We hope this can help you on your journey. Enjoy! Hey guys, I've got an awesome topic to share with you today, inspired by a conversation that I had with a client. And really, it's a conversation I've had with so many clients, right? And uh, I can relate to my relate to it myself as well. So I'm going to share it because uh, it's so good. All right. So first, I'm going to start with something that James Clear from Atomic Habits talks about. He talks about the importance of identity shift. Okay, when it comes to changing a habit quitting a habit like smoking or like porn. The example he uses is smoking and he talks about how there's a difference between offering someone a cigarette and they say, oh no thanks, I'm I'm quitting, right? There's a difference between that and someone else being offered a cigarette and saying, no thanks, I quit, right? It's subtle, but it's different. And he makes the point that shifting that identity portion of it is something that a lot of us skip over that is such an important part and if not the more important part Uh, because when you shift things kind of from that inward place uh, the outward follows so much more naturally right so if you're always someone who's quitting Right? That means you're in process of quitting and you're going to continue to be in the process of quitting until maybe forever. Unless you allow yourself at some point to say, I quit. Right, So for long-term success and changing habits, shifting your identity is a really key piece. Right, Okay, so let's get specific with porn and some examples. So so some people might hear this and they'll be like, oh, that sounds cool, Danny, but I really do. I still struggle with porn, right? I struggle with pornography. How many times have I heard that or said it myself? I still struggle with porn, right? And so then I ask my client the question, all right, so then how long until you don't struggle with porn anymore? And he's like, I don't know, maybe like a year, right? And... We have these ideas in our brains that, yeah, once I reach this certain time frame, then I'll be someone who doesn't struggle with porn anymore. And I'll just kind of automatically see it that way. And I would just offer to you the idea that it doesn't automatically happen that way. Like that shift in identity, it has to happen at some point or it won't happen, (laughs) right? And it doesn't automatically happen just from going without porn for a while, for however long. Okay, and so this is where you can just start to ask yourself, all right, so how would your future self think about this, right? Your future self who's gone, let's go further out, like five years in the future, would he be thinking that he still struggles with porn or something else, right? And I'd be surprised if for any of you who really do want to quit porn long-term, if the answer wasn't, no, he'd be thinking something else, right? He'd be thinking, 
that's a thing of the past. That's not how I operate anymore. Uh, I've changed so much. Things are so different than they used to be, right? I'm not someone who looks at porn, and it's not a struggle at all anymore, right? He just doesn't do it. So that's a good question to ask yourself, though. Like, what would your future self be thinking? And maybe start that conversation with your future self. And then after that, that's where we start getting to really play around with the power of thought work and consider the possibility of, instead of like earning these new thoughts or proving that we should think them, maybe shift the timeline up and start thinking some of them now, right? That's where some serious power can come from this type of work. And, and something to keep in mind is, is when you think that you're struggling or that it is a struggle or still is a struggle, the way that our brain works, I mean, first of all, that doesn't feel very good, right? Thoughts create feelings and feelings drive actions. And a lot of times the actions that will drive is that we make it a struggle. We actually make it a struggle with pornography from the way we think it's a struggle. I know. It's it, you always just thought the struggle was something that was happening from the porn and and how it's gone, but we actually make it a struggle struggle, guys, and we've learned to make it a struggle, which means we can learn to make it not a struggle. Right? So it's good news, but it might require you being willing to blow your mind a little bit and ask some questions that uh, make your brain be like, "What is going on here?" And so we can appreciate all right, thinking it's a struggle and that I have a struggle and it's been a struggle, maybe that's helped me to address an issue that I wanted to address and get help that I wanted to get, right? So, and it's helped us work on it and find success along the way even, right? When we're looking at shifting into long-term sustainable success with more ease, uh, dropping that type of thinking will be required at some point. And it doesn't just automatically happen, guys. Even if you go for years without porn, I've known guys who have gone years without porn and they still make it a struggle. And that's not what I want for me, and that's not what a lot of guys who want to work with me are going for, right? So so just keep that in mind, right? So then we get to ask, how do I stay engaged and focused when things are going well. This is what my client asked. He's like, okay, I like the idea of shifting my identity, but then, you know, I've had things go well in the past and then they don't go well. And so how do I stay engaged and focused when things are going well? And so we started asking, okay, what do you make it mean when you're working on some of these tools and exercises and mind management and thought work and when it's specifically about porn or not, what do you make it mean? And uh, when it's specifically about porn, what he was making it mean is that he still struggles with porn, that it's still an issue, right? And I can totally relate to this. I did the same thing. Like, oh, But if I'm working on it, that means I still struggle with it, and it is an issue. Okay, so then we tried to think of an analogy together. The best one I could come up with so far is, of course, I thought of basketball because I love basketball. And that's where a lot of my analogies start at basketball. So take it as you will and do a different sport in your own mind if it helps you more. But I thought of Steph Curry, right? Stephen Curry, the maybe the greatest shooter of all time ever in the NBA. Just incredible, right? So 
imagine him practicing free throws and three-pointers. He still practices all the time, guys, like every day, okay? He warms up before games. He practices, you know, the days they don't have games. And imagine that every time he went to practice his three-pointers and free throws, he told himself, yeah, I practice these because I'm someone who struggles with free throws. <laughs> who just really struggles making three-pointers. So I need to practice my three-pointers, right? And if I'm still practicing, it must mean that I still struggle with three-pointers, right? I just don't see that being the case with him at all. I don't see him making it mean that, right? I'm, I'm pretty sure he knows that he knows how to shoot and that he's a great shooter. Otherwise, he wouldn't be willing to put himself in those situations where he's taking those shots for his team, those big shots, and, like, making them a lot of the time, right? But I like this analogy, right? Because, I mean, would other people look at Steph Curry and be like, oh, if he's still practicing, yeah, that it he must really struggle, <laughs> right? We don't. It just sounds funny in this situation. And what if it's the same when it comes to porn, right? Like, what if we're actually doing great and we're just going for a certain kind of life that we want and we're just sort of going for high-level performance and sometimes that will include working on porn stuff and sometimes it won't if it does include working on porn stuff as part of our practice do we have to make it mean that we struggle with porn no we don't it could just mean that we're people who are working on ourselves and continually up in our game and when that involves working on porn then we do it and when it doesn't we don't and it doesn't mean it's a struggle just because we're working on it right we're just engaged in practicing uh, just to keep our game up for life and the kind of life that we're going for right and we're doing it with it, well so that's the question right how do we make room for having a practice in place that helps us stay engaged and committed and focused on top of our game without holding on to our old identity that's kind of the question of the day guys how do you create that kind of practice for yourself without automatically making it mean that you have this old identity, right? How do we allow for a shift in identity and have a regular practice that allows us to stay engaged, committed, focused, okay? And that's, that's what we want to look at, right, is where is your focus, Okay, if you are continually looking for things to be the same as they've been in the past, for history to repeat itself, then you're focused backwards, right? You're looking back. And when you're looking back, you're going to create more of how it's gone in the past. Okay, if you're looking for how things are changing and how things will be different this time, then your focus is forwards, right? on a future that hasn't happened yet, but that is different and can happen, right? Where's our focus? Are we willing to spend more time imagining that future and what it could be, and instead of approaching our next moment, our next urge, our next month with fear of things being like the past... What if it was just something like curiosity? Like, I don't know exactly how it's all going to down go down, but I'm curious to see because I'm always up in my game 
and let's see what happens, right? And taking it a step further, like, hey, like, I know the kind of future I want. It looks like this, and where can I see evidence that I'm taking steps in that direction, right? Uh, and point your brain in that sort of direction and toward that kind of focus. And uh, the more that you do that, the more that your brain will go that direction. The more likely you'll be to in, to create something new, something different. And that's what we're going for, isn't it? So where is your focus with your brain? Are you looking more backwards or forwards? Are you looking for things to be the same as they have been? Or are you letting your brain question and imagine how might it be different and looking for that, right? So let's, if, if we do want a different future than how our past has gone with our habits, our behavior with porn, let's invite that different future by looking for it. All right, that's what I have for you today, guys. Enjoy. Thanks for listening. If you're ready to get unstuck, move forward, or just feel better about your life and marriage, please reach out to us. Whether it's for both of you or just yourself, you'd be surprised how much progress can be made in your marriage even if one of you works on the relationship. Don't wait for someone else to make things better for you. For more information or to find out what it would be like to have a coach, visit our websites, lindsaypullman.com and dannypullman.com. Make sure you spell Pullman, P-O-E-L-M-A-N. For freebies or other guides mentioned, check out the show notes. And to our current clients, we love you and thank you for letting us be a part of your hero's journey.